This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This message will self-destruct. What time is it? What time is it? It's time to begin the football weekend. And as they say in Tinseltown, roll up. This is a football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray. They had pride. They had talent. They had hats and t-shirts. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Dirt and Spray on 1080 The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spray. Right, Portland Sports right, League. Right, 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 10 Fox, 50, Dallas, 24 rebounds. 59. Happy Friday. Happy Football Friday. How we doing? What is happening? Is that a rotator of drops or did you put all those together do you press them separately i press them kind of all at once stagger just well done i love it every friday just yeah there's like six or seven of those things yeah there's nine of them in there boom 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 let's just let's just go it is football friday i need to talk about football because i don't want to talk about basketball (laughs) after last night nobody wants to talk about that game (laughs) We could talk about Oregon State basketball. Did they get a win last night? No, they got absolutely oh, no. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> it's 16 never... points at the half. Well, and Folly Dante got hurt in warm-ups, and Oregon beat uh, Colorado last night. Hey, Tad Boyle wins are always good wins. They yeah. also wore gray and black uniforms playing Colorado. and I thought that's kind of a Colorado color. I don't really understand well, the color scheme Well, they did that when they here. wore the uh, the Cal jerseys that one year. Well, that was, many, that was many moons ago. Okay, We've moved on from that. You make, not. You, you make mistakes in your past from time to time, and you wear orange socks, and then you dress up like Cal, and, and you move on. You don't make those mistakes again. This is a part of their normal rotation, and I don't know why mm. you would wear the same color scheme as an opponent that's coming to town instead of, you know, green or yellow. Yeah. Nobody seems to hate their own school colors more than your school. It bothers me it, a I, lot. It, 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 
Actually, it bothers me. <laughs> like those are good colors. I, They're I, great. I, I just well, actually, my school hated green and gold so much they actually switched to cougar colors while shortly after. <laughs> while I left. The, yeah. yeah. The 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 fr most frustrating part about their basketball uniforms too is that the women get such sweet uniforms. Yeah, they have like old school yeah. throwback Oregon mm -hmm. block letter, like the old UO. They look amazing. They lean into it. Yes. Yeah. What are we doing here? And then the men are like, we need like fifty five different color combinations if we're gonna play basketball. <laughs> Let's go, mighty Oregon, and blend in with the floor. I I watched like ten minutes of that game last night and thought, you know what, that's enough yeah. for me. But my only takeaway was they dress like Colorado. Why would you dress like your opponent? Doesn't make any sense. I was gonna tweet something and then. I I just deleted and I said, what's the point? <laughs> I haven't tweeted all year. <laughs> all we are is dust in the wind, Brandon. All we are is dust Some in the wind. Some people at Oregon State seem to think I hate Oregon State, especially the basketball program, because I don't tweet. I don't really watch. I don't talk about it. Why are you such an anti-beef, man? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go into your deep psych psychological issues here. I just don't. I think college basketball is awful. Yeah, I don't watch is. any college basketball. <laughs> if, if it's a, let's say it's a random Saturday in like four weeks. Okay, yep. There's no more football. Maybe the golf tournament's a blowout. No blazer game going yeah, on. Yeah, it's like a mid-Saturday. Yeah. I have nothing going on, and I have television options. It's like pick your poison or you have, <laughs> I, I don't know, Ohio State, Michigan in hoops. I'm picking my poison, and I'm watching a movie or a TV show. I just have no interest in it. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm that's how boat. much I don't like it anymore. Yeah. I tend to agree with you. That's I, exactly where I am. It also just feels phony. Like, oh, did you watch that show and show game yesterday? <laughs> It's like, oh, that's actually the only game I watched. I just, I'm glad that at least we're in the same spot as college basketball fans because I think you and I, we agree on the the lack of excitement around the sport. But also, I'm if if my team is good, I have no problem admitting this. If my team's like legitimately good, oh, oh, you'll get me. I'll watch a couple of games here or there. Not the entire season; it's way too long of a year. Many of the games don't matter. But you give me like seven or eight primetime meaningful mm. games, I'm going to watch those. But if you give me your run-of-the-mill team like Oregon is this year, or an Oregon Stakes example, once again in last place in the Pac-12. Are like, they in last place? They are in last place, yeah. You have the standings up? Uh, I do. I brought them up because I was curious where they were. I'm not like asking that in a sarcastic, they're only in last. Thing. I'm just generally curious. They're only in last place because Cal and Stanford have not played their games yet this week. Yeah, so they okay. are 2-7 and seven in conference play. You were 2-8 and eight in conference play. So you could be joined relatively soon. Who did they beat? Uh, let's pull up their schedule. <laughs> they I beat Cal. Okay, I remember that one. That's one. I, I, th th I thought they had one win. Uh, they got two. Cal. Washington State. You Washington. Remember, they played yeah. Washington in, like, non-conference season. I'm yeah, supposed that, to that was the that. early yeah. game in December. You don't, you don't remember this? Come on. You don't no, pay attention? No, no. They won 66 to 65. Uh, what a fallen program that is in Seattle. <laughs> Jesus, what a bad hire. I got a family member that plays for Washington. Oh, really? It, it like came out of nowhere. I got a call from a cousin who I haven't seen in like 10 years, randomly, like two months ago. He was like, hey, you know anything about college hoops? I was like, not, no, not really. Sorry. He's <laughs> like, oh, you work in sports. I didn't know if you knew anything about college hoops. Yeah. I was like, why are you randomly calling me and asking me if I know anything about yeah. college basketball? He said, oh, my son-in-law, I think he married a new gal. I don't think I met his wife. He married a new gal. His son-in-law plays for the Huskies. He was like, could you give me a scouting report on number zero? I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't really know that much about college basketball, but I'll give it a shot. That sounds weird when you say that out loud. It's My very... son-in-law. Now I'm yes. like trying to connect what that is. So he married a gal, or he's with a gal. Uh -huh. Her son plays for Washington. Wouldn't that be his stepson? Stepson. My apologies. It's early in the morning. Stepson, yes. Not son-in-law. <laughs> you threw me through a loop right there. I'm like, you're talking 
After you said son-in-law, you basically sounded like this to me. Because in my brain, I'm like, son-in-law. How does that work? Son-in-law. Son-in-law. Yeah, his stepson plays for the Washington Huskies. What number is he? I think he's number zero. Is he white? No. No, he's not. Corin Johnson. Corin Johnson. 6'2 freshman from right there in Seattle. Okay. Is he having a good year? I'll give him a scouting report because I haven't watched any Husky basketball. Wait, he's a stepson, but he's a Johnson. He's not actually a Johnson in terms of my Johnson. No, I know, but how about that? He just still lined up to be a Johnson. Ironic and random. Is your cousin a Johnson? No, he is not a Johnson. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, not a Johnson. He is playing. He's played in 19 games. He's shooting 38.5% from three. Okay. Really good. Averaging 6.5 points. Look at that. A couple of assists, a rebound, over a steal a game. Yeah. If I was a college coach, I'd play like the NBA. That's their biggest problem is they play old-ass basketball that is boring and not fun to watch, and they have final scores of 52 to 57. I have no interest in that. Let's set a screen. Let's go slow. Bring it out. <laughs> set up your offense. Um, can I ask you a, a social question yesterday? Fire away, Bob. So I'm getting some stuff done right before I get home, and I, I, I'm a big grocery store guy. I don't know if people know that about me. I love I, going to grocery store. I do, too. I go like three or four times a week. Oh, I, I go probably every day because we're kind of buy food as we go along, people, not like huge bulk shoppers. And, and what I mean by that is I'm not spending like $80 a day. Right. But like, oh, I, we need a bunch of bananas. I'll gladly go to the store and yeah. get a bunch of bananas sure. or bread or something. Yeah. Need two ingredients for dinner. I'll go grab them. I, I just I like walking around the grocery store. It's nice. Anyways, I, I go yesterday, and I'm walking, and this dude, as I'm walking across the street and into the grocery store, this dude is coming out, and he's not paying attention at all. And I could tell that he wasn't paying attention, but I'm like, okay, well. And we were kind of on the same path line. And as he was about to bump into me, which blew my mind, he does like a spin out of it thing. And he goes, whoa, I'm, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no worries. Hmm. And I turn around, and I'm like, what is he doing? Because he had some weird thing with his phone. What is he doing? <laughs> and he, he might have been a 25, 26, maybe younger-ish person, right? Not, not old. Sure. And you know what he was doing? You know why he almost bumped into me and then just spun his way into the road without even TikTok-ing? looking? I really hope he was trying to catch Pokemon. He was taking a selfie. Oh, okay. And I've realized, I don't know if this is an age thing. I don't know if this will make me sound old. I see people our age do this. There is not a more awkward thing I think people do in social and in in life setting (laughs) than take selfies. Like, it's just bizarre to me. When you're walking, like, picture somebody holding a phone kind of at a weird angle, slightly above the head. And they're like looking up, like leaning back, heads cocking to the right, to the left. It's just, aren't you embarrassed by doing this? I would hope so, but clearly the answer is no. He he must be one of those, especially at a grocery store or like just yeah. mundane play. I understand, like if you're at a game or something, or a concert, or you're or at a... your house, or look, I yeah. I've taken selfies. I'm not shaming the actual yeah. selfie. I'm saying, but you're like, walking out of a grocery store. What the hell are you doing? Why do I need to see that photo? Yeah, or I, that video. What are you doing? He's one of those on social media, likely that documents every aspect of their life. 
and I follow some of these people, mm. and I don't, I don't get it. No, I, I, I follow somebody on Instagram oh, that no. when they're having a rough day, yeah. like like crying, they will, they will selfie video themselves crying over their rough day with like the caption "having a rough day," and I'm just like, why are you posting that on social media? Now, nope. what constitutes a rough day? That's that's well, my I, next question. I don't know. I, I haven't seen the person in a long time. Is it a male or a female? It is a female. It is a female. Is it a is a family member or a friend? I'm not going to answer that question, <laughs> but I I, I, I just well, every, you can't even answer that wow. question. They'll know right away. We're going to have to subpoena you. Do we need Patty Reed to give you a subpoena? <laughs> Name flick, names. Flick a T at me here. But every time something like that happens, I'm like, you're just you. I don't understand that level of document documenting your life. Like, why do you need the world? Like, to know I get that like, hey, I'm at. To your point, I'm at an event. I'm at a concert. I'm on vacation. Hey, here's my kid's soccer game. Yeah. Like, I don't really want to watch that, but hey, whatever. Like, I get it. Those are like big time moments. This is a very personal thing that you were clearly going through. You don't need to broadcast that to your followers. And that would be my guess, because why? What other reason would you have to take a selfie at a grocery store, unless you're saying, "Hey, having a great day, leaving, blah blah blah." Just got my steaks for the weekend. Just picked the perfect avocado. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. There's no other reason you would take a selfie at a grocery store. Uh, Fred Meyer's got a great deal on avocados okay. right now. They're oh, basically they? a dollar. Yeah. So go get them as they're hot, right? Are you going to eat them quick enough? I see the tri-tips are on special this week. What? Yo, I, come on. What are we doing here? We don't text about steaks uh, deals anymore. Well, you guys don't text me ever. I'm only the one that texts about the steak. That note could have been in a text later. I text yesterday and nobody responded to it. I was, I was. It's uh, the, it's the worst group chat I'm a part of. What the, did you text yesterday? I shot a photo during the show of a shirt oh, swag. Oh, during the show, that doesn't count. I, I, I give me a thumbs up. Give me a, give me you a, a like. ha ha. You know what I mean? Give me something. <laughs> I feel like the ha ha is almost more condescending than no response. Like I'm not taking the time to even type something. It's that just hurts. Like, you hit ha ha on my text yesterday. <laughs> So I'm, did, I'm supposed you to. You know, I would never purchase anything with a pun that bad. Well, I mean, I, yeah, that's true. That's true. We were talking about queso, and the my phone heard that. me, and they gave me a queso T-shirt. Put the queso in my face. I think it was face. So, oh, face. So put the yeah, queso face. in my face. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, makes sense. Yeah, that was solid. Uh, the other thing I have, real quick, <laughs> aside from these weirdos at grocery stores that take selfies on. You know, for whatever reason, yeah. get over are, yourself. People, people are just in their own bubble, man. They're You're not that bubble. important. You're not that interesting. Move on. I think that's why I don't post as much on Instagram. That's why. And I don't tweet as much. I just sometimes I post it. I look at it and I go, nobody cares. No, <laughs> just nobody it. cares. And I just delete it. Yeah, Instagram's a little different because those are at least like, or uh, Twitter's a little different because they're sports takes. Like, hey, can you believe this happened or this guy sucks or those are di like the day to day life posting. But I can't post anything on Twitter anymore because everybody will hit me with how this age, <laughs> this isn't so uh, relevant, is it? And it's like this was no, tweeted this is, three hours yeah. ago. Leave me alone. This is what I think now. <laughs> I had a guy. Life changes. I had a guy think something different later. Tweeting me all day yesterday about i just tweeted 60 dot 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 on 28 shots laughing emoji like and that is ridiculous efficiency that is and i could not get this moron who was probably a russian bot <laughs> tweeting me about the interpretations of laughing emoji oh you see what i'm saying like it just makes me hate uh. All the interpretations of, of laughing emojis? Like, I don't know why this is so funny, but it was a great night. And I'm like, you ever just laugh at like how ridiculously good these athletes are? Wow, that's no, one. when I play basketball, I never laugh. We only clap. 
I don't know why I'm doing like a Trump you kind of thing. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but I did. look at his face and I just have like this, oh, there's this voice in my head, this Alec Baldwin Trumpish yeah, yeah, yeah. imitation sound, the way he talks, and just like, I'm smarter than you type Nothing vibe. about this is funny. And then no. I finally was like, this isn't even a real human. I'm done. And he yeah. tweeted me like four more times. Yeah. Yeah. Was he like slap the floor, get in the stance guy? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's It was such a stupid conversation. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm participating in a dumb conversation. For the longest time, my mom would accidentally use the laughing emoji as the crying emoji. And that was a little problematic. Oh, so like when she was sad? When like something would happen and she would send a text over something sad taking place, she would Just add... Because the eyes the, were closed? But there's like, like a smile. I know. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> awkward. I think she's corrected it now. Okay. If you you're think? Listening. I think, I, you know, I don't know when the last we time hope. she sent me one. At least I hope. <laughs> she needs to know that. She needs to be alerted. But there were a few times that something bad, like sad would happen and you'd get a text. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe that with, yeah. like, three laughing emojis. And That's I'm like, why I don't ever use emojis. I'm anti I know you're not meaning to do that, but it's, don't don't text that to somebody that's not your son. If, God forbid, her car gets, like, a window smashed out, you should send a laughing, crying emoji. I'm like, I'm so sorry for you. Ha, 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 ha. This is horrible. Like, you just, yeah, there's a, there's a difference there. There's a crying emoji. There's a laughing emoji. You got to make sure you get your tears right. Yeah, Swag, I don't think I have ever gotten an emoji text from you. You won't ever. What, what is for you. The, what's the reason for it? Just out of curiosity. Uh, one. I do it mainly out of laziness. Like, instead of just typing LOL, one, I'll put a laughing emoji. Um, I hate being misinterpreted, so don't give people a reason to misinterpret. Or okay. fill in their own blank. You're afraid you do you will not read the emoji correctly. Yes. Okay. Uh, and two. I'm curious what emojis confuse you. Eggplant. Or like make you worried. I don't know. Eggplant just... is penis. I mean that's there you go. Throw it out Man. there. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it out there. Uh, and you gotta flop it off the table. You know, I went and got an education, and words are useful. Words are specific. Let's use words. I'm 100% with swag on this. That I'm anti-emoji. That is the oldest <laughs> thing you could have ever said. He's not wrong. My we, nose isn't in the air for no reason. <laughs> we have a serious like, lack of knowing how to speak problem, as I said a yes. horrible sentence right there. <laughs> it's early in the morning. What do you Professional want radio here on Football Friday. <laughs> you like that? We have, we have a major problem. Have you ever read tweets from, like, younger generations, and it's just gibberish. It doesn't make any sense. Yes, use a comma every once in a while. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Can we break down the structure of that sentence that I just used? No, I don't. I don't. No. I think, I think it lacks structure necessary. Yeah, 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 a little bit, a little bit. You felt like a child with a new box of crayons, and you just grabbed six, and you put them at one time and drew something. What are you doing? As you rant about grammar. That was great. Fantastic. Uh, we got a loaded show today. There is a lot to discuss. Obviously, it's a football Friday, so... I think that goes without saying what we're going to get into mostly today. Uh, I got one non-football segment we're going to get to here in a couple minutes. Uh, Alex Gold of 610 KC Radio is going to join us at 730 for the Daily Ticker. It's our final stop for conference championship weekend. And Ken Barkley, our good friend, who uh, now no longer needs glasses because he's got LASIK, uh, he's going to hop on. He didn't join us yesterday, so he'll he'll join us today. Uh, at 8 a.m. and we'll spray the line. So get those spray the line sponsors in at 503-250-1080. We are off and rolling. Dirt and Sprague back with awkward audio next on the fan. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you. We will uh, dive into some football coming up. For me personally, I have one non-football segment today, and this is it. This is a um, an awkward audio segment. Oh, okay. Uh, you did you watch the NBA All Star reveal thing? I did not watch the NBA All Star reveal thing. I I used to care about that stuff, and uh, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing I I just don't as much anymore. Well, this wasn't the draft, was it? This was just announcing no. the starters, and they now they draft. The starters. So They're drafting was... the day of the game. Oh, it's like a recess. Thing. That's gonna... kind of cool. Like you pick on the floor, kind of thing. You Who will be you, the last you? pick because that's going to be the. That is a little embarrassing. Nobody wanted to be the last pick at recess. So these are the these are the pools of starters that you have yeah. to choose from. Uh, these are the 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 starters, starters that were picked by the fans. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like Kyrie Irving is in it. Well, it's okay. a weighted vote, so it's it's weighted with a fan vote, a media vote, and a player vote. Yeah, one of the ones I saw was controversial to fans was Zion being in there. He's missed 20 of their 49 games. Which that's, that's a big chunk. That's a big chunk to be out. He was a stud when he was healthy and playing. I, you know, DeMontis I tend to, Sabonis has had a, a better season. Than Zion has. And he's been healthy. Yeah, th- th- this is the tough part you always get with All-Star games. When you allow fans to vote, and we'll get to the audio in a moment because I did see the audio. But, it, you know, Zion is a, he's, that is who people want to see. In so, an all-star game. I'm gonna play we're gonna play this audio for you. This was on TNT last night when talking about, you know, who should be in, who got robbed, etc. And and Barkley's never one to hold back how he feels. <laughs> uh, especially about this topic. He gets really frustrated by the fan voting. He thinks the fan voting is ridiculous. And I don't blame him for having that feeling. Sure. However, I'm playing this audio not only to allow Charles Barkley to use an example of why he doesn't like it. But also, I want you to pay attention, and you'll know when Adam Lefko, who's hosting instead for uh, yeah, where Ernie was Johnson. Ernie? His mom passed away. I'm uh, assuming that's why he's out. Okay. Yeah, he was out for that. Uh, but Adam Lefko does Tuesdays on TNT. He was filling in for Ernie. And Adam Lefko was left just speechless, did not know how to react to what Charles says. Take a listen. Yeah, okay. People, we let the fans vote. Look what happened last time they got to vote for president. All right. Uh... <laughs> 
Hey, now. Uh, Mad Suns, our late game tonight is going to be Luca against Charles Suns. Suns are on the fourth. Man, you're really giving it to me tonight. Whoa. I appreciate it. I don't mean, I don't mean the old guy. Oh. I mean the guy before the old guy. I'm sorry. Sorry, President Biden. Sweet. I didn't mean President Biden. Hey. Uh, Suns on a four-game winning streak. They've won eight of their last nine. So, I love that you really giving it to me tonight in checks. Oh, oh. <laughs> sexual innuendo. I, I just, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I, I just like, if somebody dives, because that's such a, it's such a tough topic it's for so touchy. many people to want to yeah. even discuss publicly. <laughs> that I just love how uncomfortable, when you watched it, you could see Adam Lefko's skin crawl like, oh, God, what do I do? Because, and Charles, uh, you know, Charles said how he felt, and then everybody sees the reaction. The clip that went viral was eight seconds. It was Barkley saying that line, Lefko going, oh, okay, uh, hey, now. hey, now, and then the clip ends. And so everybody, you know, Twitter becomes right versus left and red versus blue and Look at him. I hate the president. Oh, no, he's right. And then he had to clarify which president he was talking about. And Lefko just had no idea what to do with that. I, I love good, uncomfortable, awkward audio like that. That is perfect because here's a guy that's not on. He's not on like the main stage of TNT very often. I know he's on the Tuesdays, but the Tuesdays aren't as big as the Thursdays because yeah. Chuck and the rest of the crew aren't around. He usually is with a different panel. He's with like guests. Dwayne Wade and uh, uh, Shaq, I think, is usually on there on Tuesdays. Shaq does it. Uh, Candace Parker. Candace was on Parker. That. She'll yeah. show up from time to time. So I, I love that. Like, hey, this is my this is my big moment. This is my primetime TNT pregame moment. We're doing all star announcements. It's a big opportunity for him. And the clip that went viral that entire show was this clip and it was all over Twitter and it was him not knowing how to react to it. I, lo I love the awkward. Hey, now in <laughs> no response, man. And Chuck doesn't care because he just speaks his mind on anything. He doesn't, he doesn't care if you hate him or if you love him. He's going to get $15 million regardless. Why would he care? <laughs> he shouldn't say whatever the hell's on your mind. I kind of wish Lefko would have pushed more into that. Just lean into it at that point. I mean, he's already willing to speak his mind on the We're topic. already going down this road. We might as right. well. What didn't you like about him, Chuck? Let's dive into the issue. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> tell us why. I want to know. <laughs> it's good. That's, I love awkward awkward booth tension. Oh, God. As a guy who's been responsible for many awkward audio. Yes, you have. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's like, oh, it's uncomfortable now, isn't <laughs> this, it? This is a little awkward. Uh where should Lefko have been better, better, more prepared for that moment? No, I don't. I don't no. think in, in his shoes. I don't think there's anything he could have done to prove. How do you know that a random political jab is going to get thrown out there? Because it's Charles Barkley, and it's like, Chuck, almost everything yeah, it's is on Chuck, the table. and you're talking about voting. Voting. Yeah, everything I, is on the table. My guess is they were trying to get to either a break or throw it to the game. And he's probably had a producer in his ear yelling, go, 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 or something. Well, if you listen to the initial reaction, he doesn't know what to do. That's and true. he follows it up. And this is where I think you're right, Swag. I think a producer could sense that, okay, Adam has no idea how to react to this. <laughs> go to break, go to break, go to break, go to break. Well, if you listen to the end, he goes, we got Suns Mavs coming up. Yeah. And it's like, 
Sons Mavs. Just mention Sons Mavs. That's the next game. Don't even talk about this. <laughs> so funny. We've been doing this for so long. We can just tell when broadcasters, oh, yeah. when something's going on oh, in their ear, when they have an echo, there's some technical malfunction oh, or yeah. whatever. Yep. You can totally tell and you can just feel the panic in the broadcaster. So awkward. Yep. It's just so awkward. Uh, all right, so there's our non-football segment of the day. Charles Barkley making his co-host feel very uncomfortable on national television. Hey now, by bringing up politics, which is always I love the hey now guy. Uh, hey now, hey now, <laughs> the Larry <laughs> Sanders show. Do we need to pull that as a drop? That hey now, right hey there? now. That hey is now. a pretty good hey now from Lefko. <laughs> he might not even be a political guy too. That's the other funny part. A lot of some people just don't follow politics. I know that sounds crazy. No, they don't. Lead, don't there's care a, at all. There's yeah. a lot of people that are just totally mm-hmm. unplugged. Maybe Adam Lefko's one of those people. I Absolutely. Don't know, I don't know anything about him. Uh, all right, coming up next, let's get it going. Let's start diving in. Conference championship weekend is upon us. And uh, we have a lot to talk about with these games. So uh, we'll get to that next, Dirt and Spray. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, welcome back in. A football Friday here. Dirt and Sprague hanging with you this morning, 634 on the sports leader, 1080, the fan. Do you know we're sponsoring things on the Winterhawks TV broadcast on Sunday? Uh, what do you mean? We're, I, we're, we had a, a Zoom call to go over the format. I have to do a Winterhawks TV game Sunday. So I'm going to be out of range. I, I won't have my phone. I'm going to mute oh, everything. I'm going to ruin everything I'm gonna for you. I'm going to mute and ignore oh, every text message, which yeah. is no different than what I normally do. I'm going to ruin it with emojis. <laughs> I'm just going to text you emojis and see if you can figure it out. Ooh, crying emojis or eggplant emojis. <laughs> Does that mean Brock Purdy sucked or he was really good? I can't tell. I'm confused. Yeah. What do you think the eggplant <laughs> emoji would mean for me? That my Niners won? I would or that- hope... Or that my opinion on Brock Purdy was right, that he was going to cost him. Because that would be an interesting bet. I do think from time to time in this industry, you end up rooting for your opinion. Like, that ends up being a thing for sure. Because you want to be right. We Nobody wants to get old takes exposed, even though we're wrong about things every day. And it's part of the business. That's what makes it fun and enjoyable. I would hope in your case that eggplants meant your team's going to its second Super Bowl in four years. Hmm. That's what I would hope. And not you have a 
eggplant because your team lost in the NFC Championship game, probably in painful fashion. Well, that would actually mean my opinion was right. You, but you, yes, you your opinion it was right. Your team lost, so you're excited. No. Well, there's a there's a difference there. When your opinion is right, your fandom that's that's no good. That's like when CJ like when, the last time we as a show got old takes exposed was when the Blazers went to the Western Conference Finals. Uh-huh. We had a poll question the year before when they got swept in the first round of the playoffs as what the three seed by New Orleans. They got swept, and we asked the poll question: Should Portland trade CJ McCollum? And the overwhelming answer was yes. Please, for the love of God, trade him. And then the next year he has that great game seven. They go to the Western Conference Finals. We got old takes exposed on that. I didn't mind being wrong on the opinion in the moment. We, Ultimately, we were right. In the moment, we were wrong. I was okay being wrong because I wanted to see my team win. Well, that's that's kind of some of the ridiculousness of an old takes exposed, is it not? Undoubtedly is. It's like for a brief moment, yeah, it looked like an wrong. old take. Right. And then it was the correct take again. Well, I just I love the people that tell you your take is wrong or that it's not aged well. Have you ever clicked a team tweet? So I, I sent this to you maybe a week ago or the week prior. The Niners were down. And I sent you a screenshot of Mayoko's responses. <laughs> yeah, everybody wanted to fire uh, the D.C. D'Amico Ryans D'Amico couldn't Ryan. be out of there fast enough. Their guys suck. Kyle's not prepared. <laughs> There's no chance they're winning. This game is over. <laughs> this was in the first quarter, and there was like yep. 55 responses from random people. It was like a 6-3 to three game or yes. a 6-6 six to six game, and everybody's freaking out. And... Then the Niners win, and some of those same people like, never doubted, faithful for life. <laughs> Go Niners! But then they find the media guy who said one thing that was true in the moment. goes, this didn't age well, did it? <laughs> you idiot. Like, well, what did you tweet? Did you did you think they were dominant the beginning of that game? No, you did not. No, everybody watching has eyeballs and knew that Dallas controlled a good chunk of that game, and then they turned it over twice in the first half, and that tipped the balances a little bit. <laughs> nice it's not, going. It, it isn't that complicated. But, yeah, we're so we were going over the four Format the other day on a Zoom call, and we have to go through the sponsors and all the reasons. 1080, the fan and Odyssey, we're sponsoring something in the third hey, period. How about that? Our logo is going to be on the CW on Sunday, baby. Turn on over. Who needs Bengals and Bills when you can watch Winterhawks, Spokane Chiefs? Okay. You're right. What what Who, time is the puck drop? Five o'clock puck drop. Oh my God! Right in the heart of it all. Well, no, I mean, we're sponsoring the third period. That's true. So it that's could be over by then. Six forty-five. That football game should be over. The the AFC title game starts at three o'clock. I believe. Wait a Three thirty. Three thirty. You said that game should be over. Do you not remember last Sunday? I do. I do a gambling show <laughs> from six to seven o'clock. That Niner Cowboy game didn't end until about six forty-ish. Maybe six forty-five. Well, maybe we get a. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. over a three and a half hour game. Maybe yeah, there's a I'm couple saying. of dust ups in the first two periods, yeah. and it lengthens the game out a little 645 bit. Forty-five should be. So I you might got... even give you a shout out on the telly, huh? You want a shout out? Hey, Odyssey, look at that. Turn into my radio. Wait, show. no, I don't want an Odyssey <laughs> shout. I don't want. A, I want an individual want a shout. Brandon out. Sprague. Right. This this segment. Who, this, who, this power play is brought to you by Brandon Sprague. Who do you do the games with? What's his face? Uh, this week I'm doing it with Nick Merrick, who's Nick Merrick. the radio voice of the Portland Winterhawks. Yes. Okay, it'd be really great if you and the broadcast, as inter- as Odyssey and 1080s, getting a shout out. You say, "Yeah, n- Nick, you're not quite Brandon Sprague, but it's nice to be here with you." <laughs> You just drop one of those on your coat. You may throw one of those at him. Yeah. yeah. That's brutal. You have to work. Yeah, it's not ideal timing. No, it's not. Not, not ideal it's timing. awful timing. But I'll watch, I'll watch him on the DVR yes, when I get I'm glad there's Sunday no day. Saturday football this, this week. The last... I, I like that, too. I like that. I'm sad because football's going away. Yeah. But I do like Saturday. 
I want to do some things. I kind of like having the one day where I'm going to sleep do in like Sunday. The one day, and, huh? Yeah, I do. I now, don't like to break it up. You wouldn't want to move these games? Just You wouldn't rather have these games on Saturday than Not Sunday? Not during college basketball season, no. Well, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I get that from a professional standpoint. Just from a like viewing standpoint, I would love for them to be on Saturday. Why? What's the difference for you? I just think the vibe is different. I just Saturdays are more enjoyable. They're more relaxing. I don't have to go to work the next day. Yeah, yeah. Like We do this all the time with the college football national championship. Why would you play it on a Monday night? Oh, it's dumb. I know yeah. that the NFL has slowly taken taken over those Saturdays leading into it. Uh, but it should be on a Saturday night. I, yeah. The Super Bowl should be on a Saturday. I, I agree I think with that. You could for sure. work. I think you could work with the – I don't know why college football and the NFL don't have a better working relationship. Yeah, you but play games in the morning, we'll play a game at night. Because yeah. they're fighting for the same thing, man. Yeah, TV all the Franklins in the world, they're there, all fighting for the same thing. There was a – I don't know if it was from Florio, but I, I, maybe it was. I, I was reading something last night that there is a growing wonderment inside the NFL headquarters that they might try and split the two games up. And go Sunday night, like Monday night for the next, you know, Sunday, do, Monday, do an AFC title game Sunday at three or four o'clock. And then you don't do that. NFC title game on Monday. Night. I see. I hate that. Go. If you're going to switch a day, I start an hour earlier. I prefer if the first game was at 11 and then, then the second game was at two thirty. Well, would you guys have a problem with doing your normal start times? I, that's my only thing. I like it a little earlier. I'm saying that as a guy who does a gambling show on Sunday night, and I'll probably yeah. have to watch this end of this game on my freaking phone. Yeah, I, I and think you're an early be, riser too. And I'm like, surprised because hey, we always hear from the East Coast. Yeah, a 10 a.m. start time late West Coast crap starts. Yeah, I, I I don't know why you don't go 10 and. They've been getting ready for 10 o'clock games all yeah. season long. You could easily pivot. You make the AFC do 10 because largely those teams. Well, I guess if it's like a Chargers, they don't. But most of those teams are playing at the, the I 10 a.m. window. I think mm-hmm. they switch every year. And it might also depend on which teams are in it. Like if you have a West Coast team hosting, that would be the late game. They're not going to start that one early. Sure. Hmm. Yeah, if you were going to switch Like if it, San Francisco was hosting this week, that would be the late game no matter what. Yeah, because of the West Coast part. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to switch it, switch it to Saturday. Don't I, I, This Monday thing. Monday night football exists for the regular season. Stop with this Monday playoff game. You didn't Stop. like the Cowboys Bucks no. solo I, Monday night? I don't like it. I just don't like it. It's, it's the only way it worked because it was a holiday for many people. You're rewarding those wild card teams and then you're also punishing them at the same time. Yeah. There's they something have, to that. They have less time to be ready for the next game, but right. they get more time to get ready for that game. The only thing I'll say, and this is coming from somebody with very few <clears throat> responsibilities, so it's not necessarily a problem for me. I do think from a viewership uh, angle, it would be easier for folks if you split them up. Because that is like th- that's the only <laughs> tough part about you know first world problems. The only tough part about like wildcard round, divisional round, is you're I mean, that is a day. Like if you're committing, that is a full day. And the same thing will be this Sunday. Like, if you're sitting around watching football, you were sitting down, that Niner and Eagle game starts at noon. Mm-hmm. So you're on your couch probably by 11.45. Got to get ready. Got to have your snacks and your food ready to go. Got my snacks. I got my snacks You got to have ready. your snacks, your chips, and your salsa. <laughs> I got pork rinds. And then, I mean, you're not moving for six and a half, seven hours. If you're watching both games in their entirety, you're not moving all day. So that's the only angle. And, again, it doesn't bother me because I have no responsibilities. I can sit on a couch all day. But for people with kids, you're running around, you got games, you got things to do. Like, if I gave you a 5 o'clock game on Saturday, because I'm with you, I'd rather have Saturday night than Sunday night. Mm -hmm. You give me a Saturday night 5.30 primetime game, Sunday 5 o'clock primetime game, eh, I'm listening. And then I would respond with, I have kids. And my oldest has a basketball game at 5 o'clock on Saturday. So thank you. (laughs) You've now ruined the game for me.
<laughs> That's exactly what you did. It is hard to fit into people's schedules. Uh, Alex Gold is going to join us from Kansas City. So to wrap up our conference championship preview, we will do a lot of spring and line stuff in the 8 o'clock hour, obviously at 830. So you got to get those spring and line sponsors in at the Van Tex line at 503-250-1080. Ken Barkley's going to hop on at 8 a.m. Uh, but let's dive in some more conference championship week. And it's here. And uh, we'll talk about the Chiefs, Bengals, Niners, Eagles. We'll get it all next. Dirt and Sprague on the floor. Welcome back in Dirt and Sprague with you. Is Patrick Mahomes going to be gimpy or is he going to get out there and look like his usual self? It's a thousand dollar question. People are concluding from a press conference video of less than three seconds that there is no slight limp there. He's just walking normal. He's practicing this week. There's no boot. You don't see a boot, do you? There was no boot. He walked out of the press conference room without a limp. And I'm I'm enjoying people concluding all kinds of things on this particular topic because in this game itself, it feels like it mostly hinges on, in terms of confidence of teams winning, I feel like a lot of it hinges on Patrick Mahomes and for sure. How mobile and how much improvising can he truly do the way that he normally does? Yeah, and it's interesting because a lot of the attention is going to that, and I get it. It's Mahomes. He's not the same player when you, when he's not able to extend plays and push the ball down the field, and if he has a banged-up ankle. Like we saw in the second half against Jacksonville, that will be the case. I feel like to a certain extent, and again, we'll find out as we get closer to the game if some of these guys play. I would be shocked if they did. But I feel like we, we've kind of been distracted away from the injury concerns of the Cincinnati Bengals. And it's twofold. One, because of the way they played last weekend. And it wasn't an issue for him in the snow in Buffalo. And two, because we're all focused on Patrick Mahomes and can he play. It's like you got to remind yourself at the same time that Cincinnati might be still, again, without three starting offensive linemen. And I know it didn't bite him last week, but I think Kansas City has a better defensive front than Buffalo does. Uh, they have the ability to get after the quarterback more so than Buffalo did, especially after the injury to Vaughn Miller. Buffalo's ability to get after the passer was one of the worst rates in, in the NFL. And you're not going to have snow on the ground on turf that is making defensive linemen slip and struggle with footing. And so while we're all laser beam focused on can Patrick Mahomes walk, is he wearing a boot, is he mobile, I also like to remind people that, remember, Cincinnati is likely going to be without three of their five starting offensive linemen. And while it wasn't an issue last week, it was against Baltimore. They struggled a ton offensively against Baltimore in that game. And we'll see if it rears its ugly head again this weekend. So what would you label the bigger concern it'd be Mahomes though right well, it's to me it's a 1a 1b it's that close it's because Mahomes is going to play he's not going to be 100 yes. percent will he be able to uh, we'll find to, to sure. can he protect himself yeah. can the Bengals protect Burrow yes well but see that's interesting you say it's 1a 1b I I hear everything you're saying about the pass rush there's probably the best defensive tackle in football right now is Chris Jones yeah Frank Clark's a playoff stud yeah, right but we at least saw one of the questionable things. We at least saw it, and they looked good. We they, saw it, with, to be fair. We saw it with Kansas City, too. I mean, they well, they won yeah. that second half. And now, their they defense did. played great, but he put together a touchdown drive when he needed to. He did. He played the entire second half not being able to move. Jacksonville doesn't. Different team. I get that. Well, so I, I was watching some stuff yesterday, and Cincinnati's defense, this is what's fascinating about this matchup to me. It's not just... Patrick Mahomes hasn't beaten them. They've won three straight. Can they win four straight? It is the mobility of Patrick Mahomes. Everything in this game may rely on that. And I tend to believe he won't be able to move anywhere near the level that he normally does, which is a huge part of his game. And that's why it kind of plays in for me, Cincinnati's hand, is Cincinnati drops eight. 
They're a drop eight coverage defense. Mm-hmm. They want three rushers, and they want to put all these dudes in the secondary in a big zone. And they actually want you to hold on to the football. When you look at the quarterback Cincinnati played this year, and a lot of them are the high level ones. They they like they faced Aaron Rodgers here. Let me get their schedule up real quick. Give me one second. So they had Aaron Rodgers. Okay, here it is. So. Tampa with Tom, mm-hmm. uh, Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes themselves. Let me go through it here. Baltimore, which they lost. They had Miami early. They they lost to Dallas. That was a major offensive line problem. Okay, so what is Aaron Rodgers this year? Maybe it was last year. But when you go through and look at the defensive numbers for Cincinnati, mm-hmm. when they play the top quarterbacks, do you know a fun fact about all these quarterbacks when they play the Bengals? I'm guessing their numbers take a dip. Their numbers take a dip their actual time holding on to the football increases. They, they actually did, have yeah. more time holding on to the football in the pocket. And you instinctually probably say, hey, you know, that that's a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Cincinnati wants you to do that because Cincinnati has eight guys in coverage. There's not going to be a lot of windows there, and they don't think you'll make the right decision when you make the reads. And so part of the thing with Kansas City and Cincinnati is Patrick Mahomes holding on to the football but not having open windows. They also drop linemen in coverage, and they even scheme the way they pass rush. And what I mean by that is like they'll, they'll rush like a Sam Hubbard, but they won't. he won't rush rush. He'll just try to collapse, like make a wall closing in on you to where the space in which you operate in the pocket shrinks by the millisecond. And so it's a fascinating thing when you look at numbers, their EPA rate with quarterbacks, all these quarterbacks they face have negative EPA rates. So even Mahomes, the key to me is going to be, can he move around? Can he improvise? He had big plays when he did it against Cincinnati earlier this year. Remember, they were winning that game. But if he can't move, he's kind of falling into what Cincinnati's defense wants him to do. Stay in one spot, Mm -hmm. hold on to the football a little too long, and have a slow build pass rush that eventually gets to you, and either you take a sack or you make a very bad decision with your pass. Yeah, I think one one of the answers to that for Kansas City is going to be to run the football. They did that pretty well against Jacksonville last week. They when they needed to, especially on that drive, the Chad Henney came in and they were on their own one yard line. They ran the ball really efficiently on that drive. And it was a big touchdown for them in, in that game and helped lead them to the win. To me, that's an answer to this. But, you know, Mina Kimes had a thing on this earlier this week, what you're talking about, and they're dropping eight. When they started to introduce this, really was kind of in the second half of the AFC title game last year. Yeah. And it threw Patrick Mahomes for a loop. He didn't really know what to do, and he was yep. bouncing around in the pocket. He had all day to throw, and he just couldn't find somebody because they were dropping so many people in coverage. And they did a good job of either keeping a defensive end, a linebacker, somebody around to make sure Mahomes couldn't just scramble. Because if you got eight guys dropping deep in the coverage sometimes you worry are you going to lose your your assignments and all of a sudden he's just going to pick up 10 yards of play running it because there's no pass rush and he's got all day to throw so they did a good job to bottle that up that won't necessarily be a fear of theirs uh this weekend this to me is the fascinating matchup though is that Cincinnati has kind of shown that's their strength that's what they like doing against these quarterbacks who are prolific throwing the football make you hold on to it make you second guess give you some tight windows and then eventually you're going to cave and say i got to try and force the ball downfield and then you end up with some picks that's what happened last year in the afc title game cincinnati went to the super bowl because of it i'm fascinated to see what the response is from andy me too this is this is not going to catch them off guard no this was the game plan they used in the second half last year in the afc title game for the comeback it's the game plan they used at times against josh allen last week like, well, you know what they're going to try and do to you. So, A, you got to be able to run the football. 
but B, are there things that you can come with either in the quick pass game, creatively, the screen game to try and get your offense going and make Cincinnati second guess, make them adjust. And I, I think it, it starts first and foremost with running the football and, and getting them off balance. Uh, everybody always likes the chip on the shoulder. You know, hey, this team now is going to play with a chip on the shoulder. I tend not to buy this. It's the AFC Championship. Not in this game. Not in these games. No. The, none of the comments matter. It's just about executing, and you have everything to play for. Linebacker for the Chiefs, Willie Gay, yesterday in the locker room was asked, hey, what's special about that that, that Bengals offense? Take a listen to this exchange. What is it about that Bengals offense that maybe impresses you the most? You played it a few times. Nothing. Remember, we had this earlier this Nothing. year with, uh, who was it? Was it a chief safety that had something on Hayden Hurst? Wasn't that a thing? Uh, when they played in the regular season, or am I misremembering the rivalry? No, I think you're right. I'm trying to remember like the what the context yeah, of that and was. and he couldn't remember who it he was. He couldn't remember his name. He was like, or whatever, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. He dismissed Hayden whatever. Hurst. He yeah. was like, yeah, they get that one guy. So this is this has yeah. been a thing now. They don't like it's, each other. This is no. another part of this game it's that's great. great. It could be a little, little chippy, a little It's a rivalry. Yeah. It's turning into a rivalry. Uh, the, you get teams the ankle issue right now currently has the Bengals-Chiefs game, at, at least with the spread, is off the board for DraftKings in Oregon. Oh, they took it off the board. It it's is, been there all is week. not a line listed right now. The over-under is 48. So they're maybe waiting okay. for more info. The money line is Chiefs minus 115, Bengals minus 105. He's playing. Uh, there's, so, this yeah. is not a doubt. So in I don't know that's interesting. Mine. I don't know what they're waiting for. He said yesterday he's playing. He's, this isn't a debate. Maybe it if he's healthier than the they thought, right they're going to put the line at like Chiefs 2.5 for being at home. Maybe the line will move a little bit in their favor. I if, hope if it goes to Chiefs 3. I'll take the Bengals <laughs> plus 3 all day. I know. I've been begging for both these lines to get above three all week, and it hasn't happened in San Francisco, Philly. uh, High temperatures in Kansas City on Sunday, 21 degrees. It'll be cold, it'll be clear, but it'll be bitterly cold. I think that's the thing is, I don't think the cold bothers either of these teams. If it's clear, the offenses might be able to move the ball a little bit. Could bother an ankle, though. That's true. I, yeah, I mean, they could be one bad hit. I know Henny had the 99-yard drive. I mean, but it's going to be down in the teens in the morning. It's for sure. It's going to be sure. like 14 degrees. Well, and, and then think only... about how cold it's going to get by the end of that game, Yeah, right? so kickoff time, it's going to be 21-22. <sighs> Philly, it's going to be great. It's going to be in the 50s at kickoff. Really? In Philly? Huh? Uh, yeah, partly cloudy, Ooh, maybe nice. a slight breeze. Look at but... us. The weather reports matter. It's they, big, They dude. matter. Because I've been leaning I'm towards the unders. Over in yeah. the NFC title game. Well, I'd be careful. I <laughs> I also thought last weekend we had an over and <laughs> I did too. Jeez Louise, man. It was six six at like almost oh. at halftime. Was it nine to six at the half? Like, oh God. I was doing dead. the mental math. I go, well, we're at twelve. Uh, <laughs> you know, we only uh, <laughs> we only need five more touchdowns in the second half. That's totally gonna happen. I sniffed out the my one win was sniffing out the under in the uh, KC Jags game. Yeah, no, that was a good one. That one I thought was in jeopardy early, and then they kind of just well, then Mahomes struggled. got hurt yeah. and, yeah, some stuff, some uh, stuff. Hour number two, we roll on with Conference Championship Weekend. We got Alex Gold of 610 Sports Radio joining us at 730. Dirt and Sprague back with more on Portland Sports Leader 1080. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 